Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is happening. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on its time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, COVID-19, President Trump, film, TV, UFC. Not necessarily in that order, but all in that order. Because that's the order we're in right now in this crazy 2020 year that we're in that I can't wait to end. But at the same time, I don't know if I can wait for 2021 to begin. It's going to be more of the same until we change it. So with that being said, I'm here with my co-host and partner, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how are you? I'm good, Buff. Um, yeah. You know, the, that old saying, hindsight is twenty twenty. But, you know, yeah. we can't wait to put 2020 in the rear view. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It just it just keeps going and keeps uh, taking its random twists and turns. I guess right side, there's only, what, three weeks left? I don't yeah, think three. anything will get better in three weeks, but there's only three weeks left. Actually, I think you just probably created one of the more popular T-shirts that's going to happen in 2021, you know. 2020 hindsight. It's crazy. Um, yeah. You know, right now I'm looking at CNN up here and I, I don't want to hear any crap about CNN, Fox, whatever. News is news. Okay. So right now, as far as this kind of news, uh, we hit 2,500 plus deaths yesterday in the United States, setting a record. We're already at 1,300 so far today with 81,000 new cases. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. And, and you, know, yeah. you, know, you know what's also happening too, TJ, is Nevada is nuts. Nevada's got really bad. Uh, there's such a surge of cases in, that a Nevada hospital in Reno, they're treating, mm-hmm. patients, they're treating patients in the parking lot. Right? And that's, I mean, Reno's a small city. I mean, it's the biggest little city in the world, but, but it, it's, it's been a hit small city. Very bad. Yeah. Hit very bad. That, that, that goes to the point, uh, I think, Bruce, that we're trying to avoid here and why it's important to wear the mask is th- those small cities, especially, those are the ones that really can't afford to be overwhelmed because there's no outsourcing. You know what I mean? Like, once you get outside of Reno proper, like, where are you going to go? Like, where are you going to try to handle your overflow? If, I mean, not that we want Los Angeles to be over uh, flooded by, by any means, but at least, mm-hmm. you know, there's Orange County, there's Ventura County, there, there's multiple counties where if one system is sort of overloaded, the hope is that another can kind of pick up the slack. But a, a place like Reno, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's there. And also you read about small towns, too, or states, you know, South Dakota, Montana, uh, they're all getting hit like that. But anyway, we know what's going on. I mean, right now, the total cases in America is over almost 12 and a half million. India second with like 9 million. Brazil, bad 6 million. France, really right. bad 2 million. And, and I know some of our critics are going to say, well, we, we're testing. And that's why we're uh, among those, those highest numbers. A place like uh, India, you got to believe that India probably does have more uh, than the United States because they have a billion plus people living there. We only have 350 million um, I know their access to testing is, is not nearly uh, what ours is, but at the same time, they shut down for like a month back in March, like immediately month, like uh, their food was delivered to their, their people. Like we, we have this 
quote unquote lockdown. We're, I mean, you and I live in a state where there's a quote unquote lockdown and what happens if you disobey that lockdown? Nothing. I mean, there are sheriff's groups that are actually out there saying, look, we, we're not going to enforce this. It's like, okay, why are you even saying that? Just don't enforce it. We touched on that last week, you know, and, and again, enforcement's enforcement. You read about these big uh, COVID spreader parties, you know, 500 people gathering here. Um, had a friend of mine actually text me last week that she went to a birthday party and a lot more people showed up. And the last part of her text is, I guess I won't be seeing you for a while because, you know, she feels that she should probably self-quarantine after, right. you know, being at the party, It's which is a common sense reaction when you think about it. And I praise her for it. Although, you know, I, mean, I hope she... I hope she had a hell of a time. That's all I can say. Right, it's right. Just, you know, but listen, this. I'll just... tell you, Bruce. Every time I go to the airport, it's a weird feeling. It's a it's a weird feeling. Like I understand what I'm doing. I understand what the stakes are, and I understand that I won't know uh, unless I get tested if I'm sick when I return home, or uh, e- even then. Like I, I hear there are more false negatives in the testing than there are false positives. So I don't know. Well, I'm just riding with the positive. You know, what I do is I get tested at USC, which is almost every week with shows. This week is my last show for probably another four weeks. But there's a company called uh, Pixel.com. If you want to check it out, Pixel.com. You can order kits to be delivered to your house where you nasal swab yourself. You put it in the buffering agent, not to coin a pun, and you send it back. And um, the report, usually it goes back FedEx. I get notified the next day they received it. The next day I get the results. So if you have insurance, it's free. If you don't, I think mm-hmm. it costs $119, which is less expensive than some of the rapid tests and whatever you can get yeah. locally. So uh, I, I, I recommend I, I pay, it. I paid for some of the rapid tests. It was uh, the one that I paid for was like $145 or something like that. But, you know, I, right. I did it because not because I thought I was sick, but because I thought I owed it to my family to get you know tested before I just full bore went back into the household, which we have our, our little bubble, Bruce. And, you know, it's one thing for me to go out and make money. And, and I can justify that expense. I understand maybe it's not, uh, you know, maybe other people don't have the means, but uh, I, I will say that if you're willing to spend the money, you can get peace of mind and $145 for peace of mind versus as well worth it. Well, yeah, peace of mind is, you know, very key with me, obviously, you know, my mom, everybody has a mom, hopefully, and, and healthy and, and all that. And the other people around me, uh, whether it's, you know, Kristen and friends and stuff that I see, you know, it's obviously a select number of people that I see now, you know, aside from when I'm at work, but the bottom line is you get, you get tested today, you walk around, you rub up against the wrong person, you're infected. I mean, that's just the way it is, but there is a peace of mind to having the test, but still at the same time, tested, not clean or not coming home from a trip and being told I'm clean or not, I'm still careful. And I have to be, and you know, this, uh, Rudy, uh, uh, Giuliani, Giuliani, however you properly say the gentleman's name, uh, the Trump associate, you know, the attorney, he's tested positive for coronavirus. I mean, everybody around the president, not everybody, but a, quite a number of people have tested positive. Uh, it's getting closer to home. I mean, even, um, I've said this before, but in the last week, a whole new surge of people I know that have grandmothers, grandparents, fathers that are all positive. As a result, the whole family got, uh, you know, infected. We're kind of going over the same things we talk about every week. We know this is an issue. People out there, just again, please practice your safety and protocol. Let's get through these holidays clean, enjoy your families, and, and do what you can to just be uh, practicing the best you can to be safe for yourself and the people around you. You know, and what's also happening here, Michigan and Ohio State officially canceled their football game, you know, which is the first yeah, time ever. That. Uh, they can't feel Did they cancel out. it or did they uh, reschedule? I, I believe they're going to still play, are they not? Uh, it just says officially canceled. I'll have to look into that because, I mean, the, the Big Ten season 
can sort of hinge on a game like that. I don't think Michigan's the, the best team this year, but uh, Ohio State is definitely in that uh, college it's, football it's, playoff uh, picture right now. So uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's been canceled, which leaves the five. The Buckeyes have won five games. They're scrambling now how to figure out how to earn eligibility for the conference title game. So it remains to be said yet. Yeah, and I think that conference title game will be very important for them to try to get into the national uh, playoffs. So, I I don't know. I mean, safety first um, uh, above all else. I mean, we've been talking about that. I mean, you've been talking about it forever. It took me until we were in a full-blown pandemic for me to actually believe it. But, uh, you know, know hopefully we get faster. Right. You know how with the pandemic that the – Adoption, the pet adoption centers, you know, pets are being adopted like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And as a result, as usual, the assholes out there that want to scam people, the pandemics led to an enormous spike in pet scams where people searching to buy cats oh. and to buy dogs. Yeah. Sending so out I've dealt with it. Yeah, I know you, I think we talked about that one time. Yeah. In the past 12 months, victims of pet scams over the uh, COVID issue and this is six times greater than a report that was done three years ago. Three million dollars. Three million dollars lost. That's actually, not, getting, not getting the pets they're trying to get. That's lower than I actually thought it would be, Bruce, especially because people are stuck at home. What better way to pass the time than, than get a new, you know, furball? But uh, at the same time, like, I have, uh, I have a wife who's very particular. And I, I can already hear people like Sammy getting mad at me about not uh, rescuing and, and, and adopting. And I understand that. Um, I've always, I never bought a dog from a breeder until this last uh, dog that I got about two years ago now. Um, But uh, so I have an English Bull Terrier, which is the Spud McKenzie dog, the the target dog. Um, They're incredibly hard to find. And I went through probably five different contacts on the internet, Bruce, to try to find my breeder that gave me, you know, to go ahead to buy this dog from them. Uh, But the other breeders were all over the country and they wanted to be paid by Bitcoin. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not happening. You know why they want Bitcoin? Real. They don't want to, they don't want to report taxes. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, well, not even that they don't want to report taxes. They don't have a dog. They just want me to give them money. That's the, that's, listen, the scams we talked about in the show, like when I've gotten back from over from Russia, you know, and I got those scam emails and stuff, they all want Bitcoin. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a coin of the scammer. And now Bitcoin, I'm not even knocking Bitcoin, though. Bitcoin's worth a lot of money. I mean, it's volatile. It's gone right back to where it was. It's yeah. amazing. In a very short yeah. period of time. I, I have a couple of friends, Bruce, that are legit millionaires because of cryptocurrency. And that's yeah. absolutely bananas. It is what it is. You know, opportunity. I'm not knocking there, it. I, just, timing. I don't know. I just never either. thought about it. My, uh, my friend bought something. I never actually questioned it to wonder what he bought with Bitcoin. Uh, but this is like in 2004, he bought something with Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, you, you have your wallet or whatever, your Bitcoin wallet. And he had change or some sort of uh, reciprocal number that just stayed uh, in his coin purse for 15 years. Uh, it was literally like 50 cents in 2004. And he ended up selling it for like a few hundred dollars. There you go. What if it was fifty? What if it was fifty dollars? Was fifty thousand dollars? Go to show you why people have made money. Right. Speak. Speaking about making money, last week we had Roy Jones Jr. on the show. We did. I was told this weekend that by a very reliable source that the show they said it did over a million buys, and mm-hmm. we discussed that. Then I was told it was eight hundred fifty thousand. Now the latest report, one point six million. That okay, puts it so up there. 
this is the problem, though, Bruce. You can't really. I mean, we we obviously have a low number and a high number, so the answers. No, it's graduate as numbers are coming in. The numbers they were waiting to come in. Personally, Bruce, I don't know what to believe in this stuff, and this is the problem. I never, I never do when they when they publish pay per view numbers. (laughs) Yeah, but but there's at least when it was you know traditional uh, pay per view. Uh, model, Dave Meltzer had very good sources. And and yeah. the reason I say that is because those sources were somewhere where you could track it. You know what I mean? It was a, it was right. the cable companies having to go back to companies like the UFC and other companies, WWE, for example, to go, look, this is what we made. Here's your cut. Here's our cut, et cetera. Uh, with these pay services where it's direct to consumer, I don't believe any of those numbers hardly because unless it's that company straight out saying, look, we made this much money, which in fight sports, Bruce, you know more than anybody. If a promoter is telling you how good they did, they probably didn't do that great. But at, at the same time, uh, there's no real reliable source of this information because it's always going to be released by people that have privileged access to it, uh, access that only those companies have. Like if you bought this on Triller or whatever, unless you work for Triller, you don't know what Triller's numbers are. And why would Triller ever really give you those numbers? Well, why don't we just say this? It made a hell of a lot of money. It did. So much okay. so that apparently we're going to go down that rabbit hole again. Well, it was announced this week. You know, uh, another, I don't know whether it's the same promoters or whatever. I spoke to Logan Paul last week about his brother. And um, bottom line, he didn't mention it to me until, of course, he couldn't. He was probably, you know, gagged on a confidentiality agreement. But now it's come out that Logan Paul is going to have an exhibition bout with Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, in February. I do not know how many rounds it'll be, uh, two-minute, three-minute rounds. I assume three-minute rounds. But before anybody wants to criticize, oh, well, this show, you know, I read all these quotes online. Oh, great. Oh, wonderful. Make the money. Oh, boxing's now a circus. Is this what it's come to? Is that? Da, 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 da. I'm going to get back. Fight sports always been a circus. Pardon me? Fight sports have always been a circus. They will you always might, be a circus. You call it a circus call you want. I'm just calling it entertainment, okay? It's, if you don't want to spend the dollar. Yeah, if you don't want to spend the dollar and you don't want to watch an exhibition bout, yeah. which Mayweather did last year with the, I think, of the Japanese kickboxer that he did. He took out in the first round over in Tokyo or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, that's kickbox more his size. This is an exhibition bout. You're dealing it's with an individual. Thing. Same thing. And, and it's entertainment. Okay, right. don't it, look at it, it like. Right. This is, Canelo, I, I, this is a Canelo right. fighting for the real championship. It's entertainment. And if you yeah. want to watch it as entertainment, and if it turns out to be a hell of a boxing exhibition bout and it's enjoyable, so be it. You know, there's right. no room to complain here. And that's the thing, too. Like you've said it multiple times, it's an exhibition. What is yes. an exhibition? It's a show. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not, it's, I mean, I, I personally prefer the sporting aspect of combat sports rather than the spectacle aspect. But that said, I understand that both are are necessary to make money and cater to certain crowds. Now, with that said, I'm, I mean, I probably won't watch Mayweather and and Logan Paul. Um, That that might change. I will. I I will. I mean, I, I, I I may even be there. So either way. Hey, maybe I'll be there. I don't know if I'm there. I'll watch. If not, I don't care. But with that said, uh, I will say that anyone watching, anyone tuning in, Bruce, even if Logan Paul were to knock out Floyd Mayweather, we know for a fact that Floyd Mayweather is a better boxer. We will know no that question. going into the match. We will know that coming out of the match. And I think mainstream media sort of forgets that, look, we're all adults here. Like, we know what's going to happen. We know what this is. And more importantly, we know what this isn't. 
And I think that narrative gets lost when people go, oh, it's a circus, oh, it's a circus. Yeah, it's a spectacle because that's why it's intriguing. It's intriguing because it's a YouTuber boxing the greatest boxer statistically we've ever seen. And that's why you're watching. We're not watching to see who the best boxer is at whatever weight class they are. It goes along the lines of what we discussed last week related to celebrity boxing, the old show. Like I said, have this thing too, maybe three times a year, make the money, provide the entertainment, and it's up to the viewer's choice what they want to right. watch. Just like but last I mean, weekend. This, yeah. Just well, like I was just going to say, Bruce, we, we, sorry, we have a little bit of a, a delay. I'm in Mexico. Uh, people ahead, watching and, and hearing probably know that. But um, one thing that, that, that I will say is uh, there's always a spectacle element to combat sports. There always has and there always will be in the – uh, events that don't have any sort of spectacle, uh, it means they weren't marketed very well because right. you, you have to care about who's fighting and why they're fighting. Um, yeah. Sometimes the answer is to see who the best fighter in the planet is, like say 155 pounds, et cetera. But at the end of the day, uh, there's always going to be a, a ratio of, uh, I, I said uh, Mayweather versus Logan Paul will probably be three parts uh, spectacle to one part sport because I'm actually curious to see what Logan Paul would look like against someone like Roy who will 100% or uh, Floyd rather will who will 100% uh, you know run him through the ringer but also allow him to compete you know what I mean Floyd would, would carry uh, Logan I don't think he'll have a choice he goes out there and just slaughters you know him and he might Hon- even get in trouble yeah honestly we'll see it and before we end this one conversation here let's just not yeah. forget the size differential Logan right. Paul, and, and, by, yeah. By, by my guesstimate, Logan Paul is six one, probably yeah. walks around easily at two o five. All muscle, wrestler muscle, very hard for yeah. him to lose a lot of weight. Floyd, five. I'm guessing again, five eight. Right. Uh, maybe a hundred and fifty five walking around. You know, one sixty is a big size. So it's an exhibition. Probably so a little, a little heavier than that, maybe. But you're maybe in that so. ballpark. And, and that's my point, though, is like, we know what this is, we know what it is. This is three part spectacle to one part sport. I've asked some people, what is your ratio that is tolerable? And I, I think the real question is, what are you willing to buy as uh, a headliner when it's not supposed to be sold as, and don't take this the wrong way, but a, but a sideshow or a carnival type of show. I'm not saying that these things are, are wrong, but I'm saying that these are the types of sort of human desires that those shows sort of uh, market themselves to, to get you to buy the pay-per-view. Uh, if, if I'm watching, say, uh, okay, if, I, if I'm watching a, a Bellator back in the day, where it's Kimbo Slice versus Ken Shamrock, and it's the mid, you know, 2013, 2014, that's more spectacle than it is sport than I care to go, this is worth your time. But I'm not saying that that is not worth the time of anyone else. I'm not saying that it's not a a decent marketing ploy by a company that wants to get eyeballs and maybe try to push it on their other, their talent. But, but, but again, Bruce, like, this is what I'm saying, and, and, and I'll, I'll rest my case here is it's always going to be both part spectacle and part sport. As long as it's not pro wrestling being sold as an actual legitimate competition, I'm not going to get too worked up about it. 
Yeah, well, you can't sell pro wrestling as an actual legitimate comp- competition. It's sports entertainment. If the right, but the more spectacle out. you insert, Bruce, the more that line becomes blurred. And if hey. we get down to, you know, four and a half parts spectacle and one half part sport, then the integrity of the actual contest is up for debate. And that's when I go, all right, what are we doing here? I'm not worried about the integrity of this contest. I'm sure both guys are going to come in and box as best as they can. It's Barnum and, ba- it's Barnum and yeah, Bailey time. I don't We're think you selling. understand what I mean by that, though, Bruce. What I mean is that there's going to be lines on this fight. If we get so spectacle that the betting public is being sold something that they can't win on because it's not real, that is an issue. That is a legal that, issue. That, that's a legal issue, and I, but I don't see that being an issue here. I see. I agree with you. Boxing. I'm not saying that this is that. Yeah. I'm just saying like that's why I understand. Why I, I understand your point, but with this one, I don't see that as being the issue. I, I don't see. I don't see too many of these ever being that issue. To me, I the don't... issue would be an established company like the UFC putting someone in against Khabib Nurmagomedov, who's a YouTube star, and saying that the fight is for the UFC lightweight championship of the world. No, that no, would no. be a problem. That that is where. I think people start to get protective and go, look, we don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I got it. And if we I go too far down this rabbit hole, do we get here? I, I, I think it. people need to. TJ, no, I, no, got, no. I got it. I got right, it. Right, right. But what I'm saying, is, Bruce, let, let, just let me finish right, my, right, my right, comment. Quick, 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 quick. I, I just want to say that, like, I think people need to understand that the people that are putting on these shows and these events, we're not, we're not being sold something. Uh, other than what we're being sold. It's an exhibition. They're very upfront about that. But mainstream media is running down the rabbit hole, Bruce, and going, look, this is ridiculous. This is a disgrace to boxing. It's not. If you think this is a disgrace to boxing, you're not looking at it through the right lens. No, it's not. It's a show. Okay, so what's that? It's It's not Khabib. It's not Floyd in his prime. It's a show. And until that Khabib YouTube star thing ever... That's never going to happen. It will never happen. This is all theory and whatever let's just talk facts this show's happening in february it's a show you want to watch it buy it you don't want to watch it don't buy it wait for the ufc which will probably be on the same night anyway watch your whatever it's your choice that's all of this is. Right. It's your choice. this is about making money about providing entertainment and making money and putting on a show i don't condemn question or criticize logan paul or mayweather at all I see them as grabbing an opportunity to make money, to provide entertainment to their fans. And when you have 22 plus million fans on Instagram and God knows what Floyd has around the world, that dictates money. That dictates, let's go in and put on a show. Great, have a good time. Michael Buffer will announce it if I can work it out for him, or maybe I will. Have a great time. It's business, right? Show me the friggin' money, okay? Show me the money. And and I think that's the problem. Probably. That's that's the problem, Bruce. People seem to have a problem with money grabs from time to time, and I, and I understand. But we're not it's, it's losing. Not... But no, no. But let, let, let me finish, Bruce. Go ahead. People have a problem with money money grabs, but this is a money grab in the sense where they're making some money by you know kind of picking some low hanging fruit. They're not denying anybody a shot at Floyd that otherwise deserves a shot at Floyd. Very Floyd well not... put. Very well put, because that's what I was just about to say. This mm-hmm. is not getting in the way of any legitimate boxing event whatsoever. No. And you mm-hmm. know what? I criticize the term money grab. I'm a businessman. I like to make money. Am all I a money grabber? Money grab. We're all money yeah. grabbers, okay? If, I mean, if we're not, we're doing it wrong. Than money. Exactly, exactly. 
So speaking about money grabs, good luck to them, whatever. Um, have a good time. Logan got his bottle of Puncher's Chance Bourbon, by the way. And he said, Buff, I just got it, but now I'm in training and I can't drink it. So <laughs> uh, I'll give you a critique a little later. So it's all good. So uh, speaking of Puncher's Chance, I need to uh, apologize, Bruce. You gave right. me a great uh, bottle and I was bringing it down here to Mexico to share with uh, all my friends here at Roy Jones Jr. Boxing. And it got confiscated. And I forgot that I wasn't checking a bag. And I'm going through security and the red flag went off and they, they grabbed it out of my uh, duffel bag. But I will tell you this, the uh, Mexican authorities that took it out of my bag, because I, I drove to Tijuana and uh, flew out of Tijuana to, to Hermosillo where I'm at. And uh, he looked at my bag, pulled out the bottle, asked what this was. And I said, oh, it's, it's a bottle of uh, uh, bourbon. And he goes, oh, I've seen this. I've seen this. Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Oh my God! Really? People down here in Mexico actually know about Puncher's Chance, and I—that I, I, shouldn't surprise you, Bruce. You're a big name. It's a fight culture down here. Uh, but he's like, yeah. Oh, uh, cool. he, he basically gave me the wink and the nod that he had to uh, throw it away, but it, it won't go to waste. So he didn't throw that away. He's probably already finished of it by course. now. That's, Jeez. That's what I said. That's what I said. He said he said I have to take this and dispose of it, and gave me a little nod. But uh, I'm like, I understand it's, it's my fault. I, uh, I should have checked it, but what can you do? Well, TJ, you got the one bottle. You got to buy the next bottle local. <laughs> well, I'm fine with that. But what I'm, saying, Bruce, what, what I'm saying, Bruce, is I, 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 th there's some buzz here. Like there, there's more buzz than even I thought there would be when, when someone is, is taking that bottle out of my bag and, and actually showing excitement for it. If it would have been any other kind of booze, Bruce, it would have just been something that would have been dead in the water right then and there. Yeah, I, but he, we had a conversation about it. I love that story. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers, Mexico. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Salute, salute, salute. Okay. Thank you, TJ. That's actually one of the coolest things I've heard all day, if not the coolest thing that I will hear. There you go. So with that being said, last week in Vegas, we had UFC fight night. Thanks again, TJ. A hell of a fight between Don't thank me. And I, 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 Bruce, I was terrified to tell you. You gave me a gift and I had it taken ah. from me. It's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, hell of a fight between Jack Hermanson and Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori proving oh himself God. that uh, Broken records, right? up and comer. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's amazing. You know, he's got a great attitude. Uh, he's a warrior. He's very proud of his Italian heritage, representing the country of Italy. All good stuff. Vince St. Pru, Jamal Hill. Justin Janes, Gabriel Benitez. I want to go down the list. I mean, we, we had three fights canceled. Um, uh, we all know why, you know, too, due to the, the problem at hand. And thank you for the UFC for all their testing and making sure that we're all as safe as can be in this world in which we live. But this night, with three fights canceled off the card, from beginning to end, was off the hook. This was one hell of a fight night. And now yeah. we're going into this weekend with UFC 256. And very excited about 256. I mean, Again, a very short time was just a few weeks ago. Brandon Marino and, and Davis and Figueredo uh, went at it in separate bouts. Now they're facing each other for the flyweight title, and they both ended their bouts quickly. It's like, hey, you're not even spent. Get back here. Stay in Vegas. Fight again. Earn more money. Boom. They yeah. did it. We have that happening. Charles Oliveira, Tony Ferguson. I think that's going to be a very exciting fight. Looking forward to that, too. Uh, that's Jacques a sneaky Risa. fight, by the way. That, that coming event is, is going under the radar a little bit. And, uh, yeah. I mean that's that's a shame. Anytime Tony Ferguson uh, is fighting, you should you should stop and and pay attention. But uh, I, I'm excited for that fight. I'm excited for the main event as well. 
Uh, I'm curious, though, uh, quick turnaround for Figueiredo. It, it might hurt him a little bit. I'm not trying to, like, cast out on a, a very dominant champion, but he's, he's a guy who sets a lot of weight. He gets really big. Um, I don't know what his out-of-shape routine is or, or what he's like or what really the timeline was on, on him getting the idea that he would be fighting uh, just a, a few weeks removed from his last uh, title defense, Bruce. But uh, if that weight cut is tough, uh, it could benefit Brandon Moreno, who uh, is, a, is a much different sort of uh, flyweight competitor as far as that weight cut is concerned. Uh, if Figueiredo is not in, you know, perfect uh, shape and, and, you know, has a hard cut, uh, we could see some fireworks. When you consider the fact that he fought so recently. Um, That's why I think it's a problem, because a lot yeah. of fighters, even if they do have a, a shorter turnaround time, it's usually at least two weeks. At least two weeks. They, uh, we'll find out. I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll find out. Again, again I, I'm just grasping at straws here a little bit. I know he's missed weight in the past. Um, we'll, we'll see. But Brandon Moreno is a very tough fighter. Uh, Davidson Figueroa is turning out to be an absolute stud here at 125. So this flyweight yeah. division is quite healthy. It's very healthy, and I think with the Ferguson fight, a co-main event, it helps the sale of the pay-per-view along with the flyweight. You know, people say they don't attract <laughs> flies to a fight, but I think a great fight like this flyweight title attracts true UFC fans to the fight because they're realizing these two are the most talented people in the flyweight division. You got Kevin Holland coming back, who just fought a few weeks ago or whatever the time was recently, or had a fight canceled. I mean, I mean, he had a fight canceled, yeah. had a fight canceled, yeah, and, and Jacare Sosa's on his uh, – opponent for that fight. Jacare, always a formidable opponent to watch fights. He's been around a long time. Cub Swanson coming in. Yeah, totally. Cub Swanson coming in against uh, Daniel Pineda and um, Mackenzie Dern coming back against uh, Vima Genderoba. I got to get the names down, of course. But it's, a, it's an exciting card. I'm looking forward. This is my last card of the year. I will be back uh, for the three fights in January, wherever they may be, Vegas or Abu Dhabi, yet to be announced, but I'm going to be scheduled for them. So I'm going to enjoy a nice four weeks off, okay? Going to enjoy it, spend time with my family and uh, friends and whatever we like to do during the holidays, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. One interesting thing that came in for UFC 256, you know who the new sponsor, one of the new sponsors is for UFC? Hmm. Their, their, their uh, tagline is, protect yourself at all times. Trojan condoms. Wow. Look on the sheet I sent you. Look at the ad. I can't right now because the way I'm set up here on the mobile. Oh, check road, it out. Uh, check it out afterwards. But yeah, they can. That's good. Fine. You know, keep the awareness out there. Absolutely. Listen, I mean, we live hey, in a hey. world. We live in a world where you have to protect yourself from so many different things right now. <laughs> you, you, you're saying it like it's maybe like off color sponsor. Like this is the sport that had everyone with condom depot all over their shorts, you know, not long it's ago. Not, so. It's not Spanky's Tito. Okay. That's <laughs> true. Thank you. Triple X. Yeah. Yeah, sure. exactly. Exactly. That was Tito Ortiz's big sponsor. Hey, uh, getting away from the USC, but never getting away from the UFC. Um, my sentiments and condolences Best wishes go out to the family of the legendary Chuck Yeager. He passed away at 97. This is the man who broke the sound barrier. Definitely a legend, uh, an American icon by any standards. So, again, best wishes and kudos go out to his family. With that, you know, I can only say that much. Uh, Bob Dylan. Were you ever a fan of Bob Dylan's music? Sure. He's from Minnesota. Okay. He just sold his whole library, his entire catalog to Universal. Mm. Seems kind of low, but it's still a lot of money. Three hundred million. I don't think that's low. It's a nice, nice fee. I, would I think that's a good, that's a good amount. Well, yeah, you think about it too. Like, uh, 
how old is he? How old is Bob Dylan? Like, I mean, he's, I, he's getting up there. So I would say Bob Dylan's in his eighties. Easy. Right. So if it's, if it's going to have him, you know, actual value for him, you might as well get it, you know, go out there and get it. Cause like a, a library like that, that makes a lot of sense for universal to buy it because in perpetuity, they'll get royalties, et cetera. They can license the market. You, you know, all about that, but for Bob Dylan proper, uh, makes sense to sell. Hey, let that money roll down into his bank account like a rolling stone. Ha ha. Ah, Hey, tomorrow, if you're into stocks, um, Airbnb is going public tomorrow. Yeah, actually, I saw something about that. Um, not not just uh, Airbnb going public, but uh, I saw the number of cases of squatters due to Airbnb overstays is on the rise. There was actually one uh, not far from my house this past week where they actually had to bring the sheriff in. Uh, apparently, like some sort of California squatting law doesn't allow uh, the removal of the tenants. I don't even know if you want to call them. You're tenants. saying once they rent the place, they stay there and squat. Don't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The, uh, the landlord of this Airbnb by my house, uh, came in with the sheriff's department and gutted the place of all of its possessions. And was like, fine, you don't want to leave. Well, I'm going to take everything out of the house, which they can rightfully do. Um, I don't know if they're still there, but it's a, it's a very strange thing. That's interesting. I didn't think about that, but that's the same thing as when you're renting a place. Sometimes you have a hell of a time getting a bad renter out of your house. So well, good luck to all that. But they thought the uh, stock was going to open at 50 to $60. Now where it is, they're going to open higher at 80 to 90. So I'm not that excited about, you know, taking a chance investing in it. It sounds like it's going to be a very high opening. We'll see where that goes. Also DoorDash is going to be announcing a public offering soon too. I'm not too sure about that, if that's a good investment or not. But again, I'm not a stock expert, nor do I pretend to be, nor do you see a sheepskin on my wall saying stock expert. So I'm just talking about the news right now, folks. So if you buy it, it's your choice. That's all I can tell you. I want to give you a sheepskin that says stock expert. Just yeah. that, nothing else. There you go. I saw Steve Aoki is doing the countdown for New Year's Eve in downtown LA. And I, I uh, text him up. I wanted to go do the countdown with him if it's a COVID safe environment, but it's all going to be pre-taped and everything, which will still be really cool. Probably already in the can. Um, no comment. <laughs> okay. Breakdancing. We're all waiting for UFC, or not UFC, listen to me, T uh, tissue, Kleenex, uh, Xerox copier. That was one of those examples of branding. But MMA, we're all waiting for mm -hmm. MMA to become an Olympic sport, okay? Are we? It looks like, it looks like well, a lot of people are. It looks I, like, it, it, here's, I'm just using that as a lead into the story. Oh, I, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. But this will segue to it quite nicely, yep. so continue. Uh, Breakdancing. They're yeah. looking at breakdancing and becoming an Olympic sport in the two in the 2024 uh, Summer Games in Paris. I don't hate it. Um, breakdancing no is a with that. cultural thing. Yeah, um, I have no problem with it, that at all. It, it comes down to like, what are the Olympics trying to really do? Um, because in combat sports, increase ratings. <laughs> no, increase ratings. Yeah, 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 yeah. In combat sports, though, you're not the greatest fighter in the world if you win an Olympic medal. Um, the greatest boxer in the world is not gunning for Olympic medals. They're going for world championships and millions and millions of dollars. Um, I, I mean, we've, we've had, uh, I believe, Justin Brown in the past uh, on the year. He's been someone that has been very uh, motivated to try to get mixed martial arts to an amateur level yeah. to where you would try to pursue it as an Olympic game. Right. I don't think that we're even close to getting it there and 
there for a variety of reasons, politics, rule sets, et cetera. What I would like to see before mixed martial arts would really get consideration as a Olympic event would be Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, just like wrestling. But I, I think by 2028, we're going to see one or the other. It's going to be, I think, by that time. I don't see it by 2024, but who knows? It's all speculation. Listen. If we, I don't think you can have MMA without having Jiu-Jitsu first. Well, because it would be a combination of the Olympic sports already in there, boxing, jiu-jitsu, wrestling, you know, taekwondo. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, all, it's all a mix. I guess I don't even know what all the combat sports are in the Olympics. If I'm not uh, mistaken, it's ta ta boxing, taekwondo, boxing, taekwondo, wrestling's wrestling. not right now. Wrestling's isn't, not right now. Isn't Greco wrestling or wrestling in, in an wrestling, Olympic sport? Wrestling left the Olympics not, not long ago. I don't know if it's oh, that's being right. brought back. Olympics. But... Yeah. Well, if you take mm -hmm. the sports that have been in and if you included jiu-jitsu, you combine the four, maybe with the exception of elbows and, and knees. And that you can't have elbows and knees. You can't. You won't be able to. Definitely. No. I agree with that. And, 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 I'd be fine, and I'd be fine with that. I would be mm -hmm. fine with that. I'd have no problem. I don't think it's Jeff uh, bastardizing the sport. No, my, my only concern is, is the simple safety factor. It's going to be a tournament. You're going to have to have multiple uh, yeah. fights over a course of time. Um, then the question is brought in, do you have headgear? I, you can't have headgear and call it a real mixed martial arts competition because, okay, I have headgear on. You get every guillotine you try to get. You know what I mean? Spe so it's like, eh. Speaking of headgear, let's talk about a football helmet, okay? A Texas high – did you see this video of this Texas high school football player who was charged with assault? After tackling no. a referee, the referee, I forget what happened, but the referee ejected him from the game. Okay. So like he a targeting on, penalty or something like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the, forget the penalty. Exactly. I'll, I'll find out here. Well, anyway, that's why he was ejected likely. Uh, let me see here. Bear with me. I'll tell you why. Yeah, that's really the only reason he it, ejected unless it's like you did something that's actually pretty reprehensible, like attacking someone. Okay. So he was ejected from the game, right? Mm -hmm. He's on the sideline, and you can see in the video, right, the referee announced two penalties against him. His friends are holding him back. One was for uh, uh, unsportsmanlike uh, conduct led to the ejection. Mm -hmm. But here's what happened. After he got hit with this, he's on the sideline. He has his helmet off. He rushes to midfield and delivers a hard blindside tackle that knocked the referee to the ground. He literally deliberately yeah. ran from the sidelines and tackled you know, full-on shoulder hit, uh, mm -hmm. tackled this man. And what happened is, is that uh, he's been arrested and held on $10,000 bail. I've never heard yeah, this happen he, before. He, I'm fine well, with it. Yeah, he's helping the book him. At him. Absolutely, yeah. throw the book at him. You've got to, you've it, got to stand That's not rough you. play. That's assault. Assault. Plain and friggin' simple assault. Mm -hmm. You know, so throw the book at him. No sympathy here, folks. I'm sorry. Criticize me all you want. No sympathy Who would here. criticize you? Uh, some... <laughs> I, there's always somebody there's you? always somebody that wants to criticize whoever always criticize you for that take off i want them to come on the show because they're to. delusional open invite send your email where uh don't bother because i'm not going to put you on the show you're a crazy man hey the colin Kaepernick, uh colin kaepernick uh nfl debut colin jersey. kaepernick colin kaepernick nfl debut jersey um just sold uh let's see uh hundred twenty eight thousand dollars at auction not bad and uh, Obama, Obama had a jersey sell for 192000 But here's the one that I like. Zach Baggins, who was on a very popular TV show. I forget which. One of those uh, hospitals. Ghost shows. Adventures. Oh, is that at Ghost Adventures? Okay. I thought it was a hospital show. Pardon me. Hmm. Anyway, remember Chucky, the original Child's Play? Oh, yeah, for sure. I actually wanted to buy one of those dolls because I thought they were so cool. He just paid $11,000 for it. 
Yeah, he's probably going to put it in his haunted museum there in Las Vegas. Fine. But I, it'd be really cool to have an original. There goes to show you another little thing. And I want to end the show on a very nice note. You know, during this pandemic, Letters to Santa are revealing the toll that the pandemic is taking on kids. Mm. And there was an article yeah. this morning that published some of them, and they're very cute. I, let me just read a couple of these, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, dear, dear Santa, I don't want anything for Christmas, but I would like to ask you if you can do me a favor. Can you please find a cure for COVID-19 and give it to us to save the world? Thank you. Very sweet, right? Dear yeah. Santa, this year has been rough because of Corona but I was hoping I could get some Lego sets because my mom said she can't get anything for me for Christmas because she is not getting paid as much. So she can't afford anything. It breaks my heart. Um, I'm sorry if I've been bad. P.S. I'm sorry if I've been bad. It's really hard because of COVID-19 and online school, school in general. I'm trying to be good. I hope you understand. These are kids pleading with Santa that, of what they're going through. We, we yeah. feel what they're going through. You see what they're going through with your son. Mm -hmm. But it's like at that early age, they realize, and again, I just, I worry or I wonder the future effects of this desocialization yeah. of children. They're having seminal moments in their lives taken from them. Like, yeah. I'm not being dramatic there. Like, no, it, no, you're it's, the not, it's, not, it's not terrible. It's not as terrible, I think, for my son who's in third grade. Um, but these kids that are in high school, like think about this, we're, we've already had one class graduate in circumstances unlike any other before then. Uh, right. We're halfway through uh, another graduating class's senior year and uh, doesn't look like we'll be back to normal when they're supposed to make a walk across the stage. It's, it's, it's crazy, Bruce, and I, I don't know yeah. where the end is. And, but I mean, you know, we talk about proms, we talk about homecomings, we talk about football games. These are things that almost everyone listening that grew up in North America have fond memories of. Yeah. Think if they were taken away from you when you were a kid and, and how different you would be because your life would be different. I'm not saying that it's all bad for everybody, but to lose those seminal moments in life where, you know, maybe you met your wife that way, you know, going to the football game on Friday or whatever, it's, it's crazy. It's changed for all of us, you know, and, and hopefully the relief is in sight in the next year coming. You know, the vi uh, the uh, vaccine is out there. They're hoping to vaccinate 20 million. Uh, we have 40 million vaccines. Obviously, they only vaccinate 20 million. But now the question is how we're getting it out there and how everything's right. proceeding. The next three weeks is going to be a very serious dark time for COVID as far as what's happening. They say the infection rates, and again, they, who is they, it's what we read, Halloween all the celebrations is pretty much creating the surge. Well, we just had Thanksgiving. That means there's another surge, right, right? Potential. And of course we have Christmas and that's why they're trying to close these things down as best they can. These letters being written to Santa, the, it's the most letters written to Santa um, since 1912. It's the most letters that a century ago, they're receiving more letters to Santa Claus than ever. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we can pretty much read anything we want into that. All right, TJ, listen, I'm going to be getting off to Vegas on Friday for UFC 256. Excited about that. Excited about the last show. Uh, for me, there will be another show on the 19th. I will be not announcing it. I will not be announcing it, pardon me. But looking forward to roaring and getting it all out there and putting it all on the line for the fighters, putting it all on the line for our entertainment on Saturday night. Where are you at? What's happening? Let us know. Uh, well, Saturday I'll be uh, back on UFC Fight Pass immediately following the event for extra rounds. But before that, I'll be on five paths, uh, back to back nights as people listen 
Uh, it's Thursday as they get this. So uh, tonight it is uh, night two of our RJJ boxing event. And then uh, on Friday night, it is Icon Fighting Federation, uh, which is a mixed martial arts event where the main event features former UFC heavyweight champion Frank Muir's daughter, uh, Bella, in her second pro bout. So you can uh, tune in uh, on Friday and uh, also go back and, and check out the, the two RJJ shows, all live and free with your UFC Fight Pass membership. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. And again, when you see Frank, tell him I said hi, please. Will do. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, Puncher's Chance is selling through the roof. I uh, post on Instagram where you can buy it in the 13 states that it's in. There's at least one bottle in Tijuana. I know that. Yeah, that's for sure. And also, too, uh, the um, videos and audios that you're ordering through BruceBuffer.com. Thank you for all your cameo orders, by the way. I mean, they're coming in like crazy because the holidays, people are wanting holiday videos celebrations, corporate uh, Christmas parties, so many different things happening and the orders are coming in for that. I'm happy to fulfill them. But for those of your listeners listening and watching, and please make sure you subscribe if you're watching to the show on YouTube, subscribe. So when we hit 5,000 subscribers, we can start giving away different things from Puncher's Chance to you name it to our listeners. Uh, with that being said, here's a bonus code. When you order through BruceBuffer.com, if you're listening, if you put in the bonus code VOTO, V-O-T-O, you'll get a 10% discount. We do send partial proceeds to animal children, military charities, and COVID. Um, also, we're going to be donating money to the LA Food Bank off this month's sales uh, to, to help with everything going on. But again, if you use the code VOTO, you'll get a 10% discount off your video or your audio order. So I'm putting that out there. It's up to you to remember it and to write it in on the order form when you place your order. And I'll be happy to fulfill your order because your wish is my command. And there we go. With that being said, um, I will see you from the Octagon on Saturday. TJ will be back next week. Have a great week. Have a good show. Be safe. I'll be safe. Everybody out there, set your goals. Write them down. Be the most knowledgeable person you can about them before you set on that path. And when you set on that path, be the best you can be. It's not about being number one. Even if it is about being number one, it's about being the best you can be and doing the best job you can. And then you're winning. And that's what we're all about at It's Time Radio. Follow your safety. Follow your protocol. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Be an example to everybody around you of what needs to be done to be healthy, happy, prosperous, and fulfilled in this crazy world in which we live. With that being said, I wish you all the best. I love you all for tuning in and listening. TJ, take care. Buffer out. Have a great week. Cheers. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.